With us today is the star reporter from the New York Post on Albany News. Nothing happens in Albany without Zach Williams knowing about it. Zach, Sunday morning, give us an update. What the heck is going on? Well, John, thanks again for having me. There's just one week left until state lawmakers adjourn for the year on June 8th. And the big item on the agenda is this so-called clean slate legislation. This would allow people to seal their records after they've uh, served their prison terms, parole, probation, and three years for misdemeanors and seven years for felonies have gone by. And it would cover all criminal offenses up to murder with one big caveat, sex offenders would not qualify for this. So, you know, big business has gone behind this idea. Progressives, obviously, are all for it. Labor unions. Zach, Zach you, you mean that if you were in jail for sex offense, offense because you touched somebody, uh, that's a higher crime than murdering somebody? Well, there's a long list of sex offenses that are specifically exempted, and I'd have to go and check about forcible touching. But certainly, uh, you know, it's a very broad uh, piece of legislation. And other than those sex crimes, you are correct. You know, murder, uh, people convicted of murder who serve their time, probation, et cetera, would be able to apply to have their records sealed. And the way that people... Have so so uh, what I'm saying is we could not check into them. So if uh, uh, one of our companies, Gristides or D'Agostino, uh, wants to hire somebody and we do a background check and the guy's a murderer, I'm going to put him in my stores. That very well could happen. There are exceptions. Oh, my you know, God. Law enforcement, the courts, district attorneys, and certain professions would be able to access records. So, like, say, if you were applying to be a teacher or a cop, they're going to be able to see that you were convicted of murder in the past. Now, at a grocery store, uh, no. Uh, unless it were some, like, say you had a delivery driver for driving-related jobs, say, you know, uh, the DMV would be able to say, uh, note that you were convicted of vehicular homicide in the past. But that said, you know, for your everyday jobs that don't have, like, kind of a you know, special uh, reason, if you will, or at least not one recognized by Albany Democrats, like grocery stores, yes. You would uh, you wouldn't uh, be able to access those records. Wow. What 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 else is concerning you in Albany? Uh, I, I talked to uh, Tom DiNapoli last month. He was concerned about monies coming into this coffer uh, on tax revenues. Have you heard anything different? Well, I think I bet Tom DiNapoli, like everybody else, had a deep sigh of relief now that in Washington uh, they have a debt uh, ceiling deal, which certainly would affect state revenues uh, to a big extent if, you know, the economy had gone south. But, you know, right now it's actually uh, very quiet in the state capitol, which is, you know, when it's quiet here, you got to worry the most because nothing makes things happen in Albany like a deadline. And there's still a bunch of other bills, 421A expansion, that tax freedom of affordable housing, largely seen as tied to the fate of that good cause eviction bill. Doesn't look like either will pass, but, you know, there's a certain type of magic that hangs in the air of the Capitol uh, in the final days. And things can suddenly happen on a whim. Those are two things to look at. And then there's just, you know, a long list of uh, other uh, progressive bills and kind of more technical things that uh, very well could uh, affect the cities, such as that proposed 20, the proposed legislation that would allow the city to impose a 20-mile-per-hour speed limit 
in the five boroughs. And, and uh, uh, it's just, uh, well, the other big question is, you know, I have the Tom DiNapoli question, which I'm going to try to reach him. Uh, the other big question is, is the exodus continuing? Well, that, you know, there is that long-term decline in the population, particularly in upstate. Although you will note that, you know, Manhattan's population grew over the last year. Why? Well, to in large part because of the migrants coming into this from the southern border. They don't pay any taxes. Well, they will not pay any taxes till they get those work permits. And, you know, about 40,000 of them are still dependent on New York City for their housing, their lodging. And obviously with Mayor Adams' uh, efforts to kind of move them to different areas of the state, you know, just a lot of local fights, you know, between the city and other counties have uh, erupted. And the governor, for her part, Governor Kathy Hochul, has kind of just sat back on this, you know, waiting for the courts to intervene. And some might say, you know, the governor's uh, got to step up a bit more because, you know, right now we just got local governments fighting all over the place with, you know, what to do with the migrants. Zach, City, uh, City University of New York, uh, what's called CUNY, a lot of anti-Semitism going on. Uh, Governor uh, uh, Hochul has not said anything yet. Have you heard anything? So <laughs> part for the course for the governor uh, is usually not immediately responding to issues like this. Uh, at one point, spokesperson said she was again against anti-Semitism. Uh, okay. What about CUNY? The following day, our reporter caught up with her at an event, I believe it was Wednesday, where she said, uh, you know, basically called it hate speech. You know, after a bunch of people had done the same, she got called out by her former gubernatorial race rival, uh, Lee Zeldin. And, you know, if you go and watch the speech, I watched all 13 minutes of it. It's not a bad speech, you know, liberal, lefty, you bet. But there are just certain parts where you just, you know, you just kind of wince where, you know, um, there was there was some truth to what uh, the speaker said. But, you know, when you're talking about fighting Zionism internationally, fascist NYPD and the U.S. military run amok murdering people, you know, you've got to expect you're going to uh, upset people, especially that Zionism remark, because, you know, anti-Semitism is not always explicit. Um, often it comes down to how Jewish people themselves perceive it. And, you know, there were just some things in that speech where you knew people were going to be up in arms. And this is the second year in a row this has happened at CUNY. And, you know, now people are calling for changes, either on the board, fire the dean, pull funding. You know, we'll see where everything lands, but not a good look for, for CUNY Law School where this commencement happened, um, especially after all the hubbub from last year. Well... Thank you. Zach Williams, thank you so much for bringing all uh, New Yorkers up to date. And we pray for our city, we pray for our state, and thank you so much. Thanks so much, John. Anytime. Take care.